With me as always, it's Ryan Alvarez. This is the two man power trip tonight. It's two man, it's, yeah, it's two man power trip, and power we trip. are we are powering through for sure. Making it through, brother. Making it, making it through. Next gen shirt on. You know, we we just got to get there, man. That's that's kind of where it's at right now. <laughs> just make it. Just make it. Agreed. There's a bunch of fun stuff we got to talk about here. We got to quickly uh, cover the preview for Impact and try and give you some live reaction to what's going on there. Mm-hmm. We got to go over NXT, what happened on Tuesday night. Uh, a lot of good stuff. Um, <coughs> oh, sorry. McDonald's came for me just now. A life flash for my eyes. Um, so get, get a lot of good stuff with NXT we got to talk about. Uh, then we got to tell you guys everything that's going to happen on saturday and then we gotta tell you everything that's happening on sunday with the podcast world order when we visit tennessee to go see our friends over at uh, next gen wrestling at the party bowl hopefully everyone has had the opportunity to watch our, our last interview with them prior to the party bowl uh that was post i believe wednesday yeah and i and i heard that it was pretty well edited so Top check it out yeah. fantastic work yeah before we get going, Ryan, how are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing really well. Um, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of wrestling. A lot, and um, you know, just trying to catch up on things so that we can actually enjoy our weekend. You know, and not just go for business, which we're going to, which we're going to do regardless. Yeah. But the fact that I have Alvarez versus Melton at the Daily Project. And working to get talent on the show and, you know, editing shows now. Shooting an hour and a half long creative control. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe. Can't wait. Can't wait to edit that one. That's going to be a fun one. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's going to take up most of, that's going to take up the second half of my day as I record and make one, two, like six Alvarez versus Melters tomorrow to kind of steadily plug out over the weekend and into the beginning of the week so it's a lot man it's there's a lot there is your early pluck <laughs> you can check out all this stuff on youtube for the podcast world order it's bunch of really great uh stuff over there you can find that link if you're on facebook you already know where it is if you're uh on youtube just check it out it's right there it's one click away yt um all right we're about 13 minutes into impact here let me give you a quick lowdown here we have about four matches i believe announced um i don't know if if one of these has opened the show or not yet uh but we have kojima and eddie edwards versus violent by design in a tag title match it'll be cody uh cody diener and joe doring um diana perrazzo is going to face off with susan sorry so long it's about to change there's only so many more times i get to do this diana perrazzo is going to face susan there you go it's like so more so many more times uh kiara hogan's gonna face off against rosemary that's going on right now there it is that's the opener yeah and rohita raju and mahabala shira are facing pd williams and trey miguel two things uh number one mahabali shira last ring of last ranking king world heavyweight champion um second of all the other part of it is that uh don Callis was not a, not admitted into uh the impact zone uh as he was fired last week at the end of the show so um very interesting to see how this will play with uh playing the kenny omega storyline um rosemary wins the opener by the way interesting <laughs> happened moments ago so um also, on before the impact, BTI, TG, yeah, TGP, TJP, and Falabaugh defeated Decay 
Um, kind of interesting considering Decay seemed like they were getting the push. Um, but you know, all things change quickly. Uh, still no Matt Stryker. Yeah, I'm starting to grow a little concerned, and I'm not gonna lie. Listening to Josh Maddox is really souring me on listening to Impact on a weekly basis. He is he's better with D'Lo Brown. I'm gonna give him that. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. But man, man, oh, it's a, such a step backwards, and it's like it's like we can't get anyone better. Um, and, and look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this plug because she put it out on Twitter earlier today. Ada Scott's still a free agent, and she's like a top tier color commentator right now. Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm available. Um. I don't yeah. the podcast on Thursday, I'm but I'm gonna be in Tennessee um, this weekend. I can do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna at you, Impact Wrestling. Um, here, here we go. But also, some this something is how else we getting demolished by Josh Matthews on Twitter. Yeah. Um, something else to think about. Like these were all shot, you know, during the same time. They 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 shoot well ahead of schedule. Um, yeah, that's a good point. So these are all leading up to Slammiversary more than likely going to be Josh Matthews. Um, hopefully post-Slammiversary, even at Slammiversary, uh, we get Matt Stryker coming back. Um, I would assume Mauro Ranallo coming back mm-hmm. uh, for a main event uh, match. Um, a lot of praise coming out of um, his last appearance, so. Um, does really well in the one-spot main event stuff. I'm not trying to, yeah. like, oh, he's like limited to just that, but I think he does mm-hmm. really well there. I think I think what happens with him, and I don't mind it as much, uh, but I know that some people are very just, they feel like they're waterboarded almost with just a Mamma Mia every match and flipping yeah. out and just it the over. A lot of it. Um, yeah. So, six matches of, of the night. Yeah, and then by the time you get to the main event where it's really supposed to be Mamma Mia this, you know, you know, somebody called my mom or that, um, you know, it kind of loses its luster. So, um, but hope, hopefully he sticks to this kind of pay-per-view main event, you know, Im- impact kind of deal he's got going on now. I like it. Um, all right. So before we get to, before we get to, uh, NXT results. Let's cover some stuff here. Um, because first off, I feel like we gotta talk about Joey Janela getting kicked out of the anti-mask uh school board meeting. Yeah, so it's 50-50 on that whether that was a work or not. Um, um I mean, I don't know what to believe at this point, but it was so pretty awesome. He put in an interview um that this was Borat inspired. Oh, so Uh, (laughs) he showed up um (laughs) i believe uh sat with drake worth i'm I'm not here to to get into the like the anti-mask and and anti-vax and microchipping although but i just think this whole thing is funny and also i have to prove a point talk for like just two seconds okay uh, but yeah, essentially this school board meeting starts Joey Janela, you know, and, and the only clip they show is like him storming out and, you know, obviously mask, you know, below his nose and not wearing it appropriately. Um, but, you know, the whole thing was, you know, it, it, I mean, it's newsworthy, but it's not newsworthy. Um, also, while Matt's gone, um, our PWO thoughts and prayers out to Sabu and the other friends and family of Melissa Coates. Uh, she passed away. Um, yeah. yeah, I transitioned right out of the Joey Joey Janela. Oh, yeah, I was. I, was, I, I, I was covered everything. Gonna take these keys and see if I'm not magnetized. I was really hoping I was gonna be an X Men, but apparently I'm not. No, you're not. Um, Maybe yeah. uh, the government can just follow my every move. You guys can't see. I'm holding my my smartphone. 
Yeah. But you can go. You can go onto Twitter and find the GoFundMe page that her family has set up um, for some costs. So, um, yeah. Uh, now, go now check that out. Done doing that, I, I will say. Uh, this was kind of a shock to people. We know she did just have um, her leg amputated uh, in, in November of 2020, I believe. Um, the blood clots. And this was considered, you know, to be a life-saving treatment. Um, uh, I don't think many of us were expecting this. This seemed really out of the blue. Yeah, yeah, guys. You know, and I know, I know, with COVID, this goes without saying, but go get yourself regularly checked. Go get yourself physical, because damn, if you don't know if this is if this is going to be you next. Now, God forbid, you know, it's not. But that's how you find stuff out like this. You know, you go, you get yourself regularly checked. So quit wasting time. Yeah, that's that's where we're at with this. Just be on top of your health, y'all. We can all do better. Yeah. Um. All right. Now that we've done all kinds of the other stuff here. Um. NXT time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Show opens up with. Adam Cole coming down to the ring. It's always wonderful. Um, and uh, he essentially is cutting a promo saying, you know, he's not going to do this. He's not going to face anybody. He's not He's not going to have a match. He doesn't, he's not doing it. He's not told what to do. Carmelo Hayes' music comes out. He says, I think the phrase goes, ruthless aggression smacks the hell out of him and looks great losing to Adam Cole. Yeah, I was very excited. Um, we, got, we, we got a fresh matchup. I think I think that's the biggest thing that comes um one of the biggest things that comes out of this. Um Adam Cole, you know, gets a fresh match matchup against somebody. Uh he looks good in winning. Carmelo Hayes looks good in losing. You know, um, you know, I'm not gonna spoil anything for the draft that we did um for creative control, but Carmelo Hayes is a future star, man. And I know if you've if you've seen his work on the indies, um you know, you you already know, um, but I think um, he's not saddled with an NXT uh, stupid name. You know, I think that I think that there are names that you know new NXT talent get that are like, wow, you know, that has a nice ring to it. Where that's a world champion. Um, what what's the guy from uh, two weeks ago? What Trey uh, Trey, Trey Baxter? Baxter. Oh, sorry, Trey Baxter. I'm thinking Trey of Parker. Well, I think been better. Trey Parker's dude from South Park, right? Maybe. Okay. I don't um, know his anymore. But Trey Baxter doesn't. Yeah, it is Trey Parker and Matt Stone, so, voice of God all over. God. Um, but yeah, um, you know, Carmelo Hayes has the look. He has the mic skills. He's got the name. Uh, Trey Baxter NXT champion or Carmelo Hayes NXT champion? Well, it's Carmelo um, Hayes. Yeah, it's always Carmelo Hayes. I also really like Blake Christian, but unfortunately, Trey Baxter's uh, not going to be a world champion name. Maybe a future North American champion, but unfortunately. Yeah. Um, backstage segment with Frankie Monet, with Aaliyah and Jesse Camilla, um, saying that everyone should be calling them the winner's circle. And of course... Uh, you know, Robert Stone walks up. They ruin it. Monet's dog ends up snapping at uh, Robert Stone. Winner circle. Yeah, I'll get to my thoughts on Frankie Monet after we cover her match later. All Not right. Good. Not good. Backstage segment was Zoe Stark. She says she saved EO last week because Shirai gave her a big break when she came to NXT and she was paying it back. Shirai ends up appearing and says she respects Stark but doesn't like her. Mutual specs all they need. We get an LA Knight promo, uh, pretty much talking about how LA Knight's the million dollar champion. That's pretty much it. Yep. Um, Gargano takes the mic. New management means it's time for a new NXT champion. New face of the brand. Um, don't need the mean leather wearing guy. We need Gargano. <laughs> um, of course, Pete Dunn and Oni Lorcan come out. 
as soon as Pete Dunn gets in the ring, uh, pretty much Gargano walks out. Uh, I believe Theory gives him the way logo or the, the W. Yep. I can't remember. Yeah, there's some finger. They're, yeah, they're on their way out, and he stops on the apron and gives him the way logo. Or is he doing the watching? I think it's. Oh, watching. yeah. He says, I'm watching you. And then, and then, then the finger snap. Good spot. Although, although the way logo is believable as well. Yeah, I, I would if if I didn't have this right in front of me, making sure I'm I'm being honest on all these things, I I would have told you it was the way. But yeah. the, you know, though, judging by how it was taped up later, it wouldn't make sense for him to throw up the. Oh yeah. Um. So, another video package: Cameron Grimes popping out of the ring. Man, we just had, wow, geez, like four or five sec- backstage segments and vignettes. Well, we've only had one match that we've talked about to this point too. I'll say this. I didn't realize that watching it, but like looking back over this, like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. Battery charger teaser goes from 30 to 31%. Uh, Gargano in theory gets a match against Dunn and Lorkin. Um, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark defeat uh, Kamiya and Aaliyah. Big old. I don't know. Scuffle here. I think we're going to go scuffle. Yeah. Uh, after after they win, the way teases rushing the ring, they get ready for a fight. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez appear and they say, you're not cutting them in line. Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart come down the ramp and saying, they got next. Le fight. Joe comes out and has them all broken up. I was kind of half expecting for Joe to put somebody in a cookie in a clutch. They couldn't put that on TV, but <laughs> who, who would be the best person to sell a Samoa Joe Coquina clutch in the middle of the ring? Oh, God. Is it Candice LeRae? I feel like Candice LeRae would be the best one for it because I think she has the best like facial expressions for it. Candice LeRae or Dakota Kai, I think. Just Dakota Kai, I think, could flail around a little more. I think it's fair, but yeah. yeah. Candice yeah. LeRae is a, 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 good, a good option also. Um, vignette talking about the main event between Kushida and Kyle O'Reilly uh, after the break Champion and Thatcher versus MSK is confirmed next match up Gargano and Austin Theory defeat Oni Lorcan and Pete Dunn uh, Gargano hits one final beat on, on Oni Lorcan for the win Gargano and uh, Champa start heading up the ramp and then of course Karrion Cross drops him from behind Fans chant, you suck. We move on. No, um, go ahead. Hold on. Um, this tag match was really freaking good. It was. It and, was. I, and, I, and I think that goes without saying, because um, all four guys can absolutely work. Um, and, I, and I think that maybe some fans have thought that since, you know, um, Danny Burch is still on the side, sideline, we're not going to get Oni Lorcan, but he's a dude. And yeah, I think that people, yeah, and I and I think that some people just seem to forget that because uh, normally he tags with Danny Burch. He's normally not a singles guy. Um, but no, this this match is a great tag team match. A lot of old school stuff. Um, gosh, man, just 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 good good tag stuff going going on right now in NXT. Agreed, agreed. This and it was a fun match. It was. Yeah. Um, it looks like we're getting Cross versus Gargano next. Joe's backstage. Uh, Cross says, these are the new rules. He reminds Joe can't do anything that's provoked. And Joe, of course, steps to the side. Scarlet stops and seethes, but like it was kind of like, yeah. And then, of course, Joe turns around, and there's Pete Dunn staring him down. God, Dunn versus Joe is going to rule, and God, I hope we get it. Yeah, I'm not sure how we're going to get to Joe being an active member of the roster. But I think when it does happen, um, I think I think when he's quote-unquote fired from being an in, from being the quote-unquote sheriff, um, I, think, much. I, I think it's going to be a huge pop. Yes. It's got to be a takeover level pop. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think, and I honestly think that would be a great spot to do it too, especially with a live crowd. Definitely. Um, announced for next week: Ember Moon and Shotzi versus Zoe Stark and Neo versus Dakota Kai and Raquel. Winners will challenge the way at Great American Bash. So I'm thinking about this: Are we gonna get Neo versus Zoe Stark? Oh yeah, the Great American yeah. Bash. Yeah, they're not they're they're not winning this. Um and truth be told, neither neither is you know Dakota and Raquel. Um there there's there's too many extra side plots and storylines. Now now Raquel and Dakota Kai could win it. Um because right now there's no women's number one contender. So that would effectively put the uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Match. Yeah. And it's totally possible that Dakota Kai eats that pin, um, furthering the you know teasing of the split between the two. And I think um, I think that's what we're on a course for. Um, I think I think a lot of people compare this championship run to Diesel's title run uh, when it was him and HBK, and I completely agree. Um, but we'll see. Um, I, I will say I could also see Stark and EO winning this match then imploding at the title match because they're not a tag team. Um, up next, Frankie Monet back in action. She's facing Electra Lopez, uh, formerly known as Carissa Rivera. This is going to be real bad. Well, I'm just going <laughs> to say it right now because it is. Uh, I cared way more about uh, Electra Lopez than Frankie Monet in this match. And I don't know if that's just because I've seen Frankie Monet as Ty Valkyrie, and I feel like if you've seen one tie match, you might have seen all tie matches. Um, but I was I was all about seeing new talent on the show. <laughs> yeah, I'll cut in here to you know make sure we don't get kicked off of Facebook and YouTube. Um, Frankie Monet wins this match, and first of all, I really enjoyed Electra Lopez. I think she has a good look. I think that she has some good in in ring work. I think um, with some more uh, with with some more work, I feel like she could be you know a future talent, you know a mainstay in NXT. Um, as far as Frankie Monet goes, very underwhelming again. Um, and I don't know what it is. And you made a good point the other night that you know. Ty Valkyrie was never, um, you know, a Charlotte Flair or a Tessa Blanchard level, you know, in in ring worker, but she was good enough to be Impact Women's Champion, um, you know, and hold that title for as long as she did. And her matches in NXT so far have just been kind of kind of slow, kind of clunky a little bit, um, kind of like she hasn't found her footing yet, and I. I I can't put I can't figure out why I I don't know if maybe it's one of those where we need to put her in a big spot in a big match to kind of get all, the full Frankie Monet effect, um, but but so far very underwhelming very unimpressive, um, kind of hoping that uh, once once uh, you know the Robert Stone brand implodes and we get the winner circle. Um, and then that'll kind of be a a big boost for her and her character. But right now, I just I'm I'm struggling to keep my eyes glued on Frankie Monet, including her matches, because even you said it yourself. You know, even though you know Electra Lopez is a you know gorgeous woman, and that's about all I'll say about that. Um, it's 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 hard to stay invested with the matches that she's had so far. Um, gosh, some some something's got to happen because they've invested a lot. She is just she's designed so much more for a main roster run than she is in NXT. I think that's also the big thing. You look at NXT, you want to see upcoming talent who you know are going to be big superstars or have they have time to be. Um, and and. I think that's what made Lopez, I think, more appealing in this matchup. 
You know, we've only seen her, I think, in one or two squash matches um, on Raw or on NXT. Uh, and I, I know she's a young talent sign. I want to see what she can do. Like, like I said, and, and this may sound, I don't know, rude or mean. I've seen Ty Valkyrie. I, I know where I lie with Ty Valkyrie. You know, she is someone who is good and can handle the role in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, she's not Charlotte. Nothing anyone Charlotte. She's not Becky. She's not Oscar. <laughs> you know, she's she's not gonna be that guy, that girl on on NXT who is the the cover. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And it's not a knock on her, but. Nothing's really different about her from Lucha Underground to Impact to NXT. Nothing's really different. We've had a dog. That's that's where I'm at with this. Yeah. Um, I think there could be some stuff that she can do great on the main roster. Um, backstage segment Bronson Reed asked about last week's warning from Santos uh, recently talked about how he dominated Escobar I wonder what he has to do but he's interrupted by Hit Row uh, they're all taunting him top dollar taunts Reed and steps up to him uh, I think the line was everybody thinks they are colossal till Colossus walks in mm-hmm. Just like staring down at Bronson Reed and look, I know it's his name. This is going to be corny, but money, money moment right there. Yeah. And you know what? I, I know he's still really green as far as being an in-ring performer. Uh, There's a, there's a spot in uh, the match that they're in tonight. That's really scary (laughs) that we both just got us out. I was like, Okay, <laughs> um, but no, there's a there's a huge up, upside to top dollar. Um, I think there's just huge upside to hit row. Well, well, yeah, well, so. absolutely. Top card attraction there. I mean, from everything, all of it, all of it. They then go out, uh, Ashanti the Adonis and Top Dollar eviscerate Ever Rise. Um, they yes. hit a powerbomb and inverted neckbreaker combination on uh, Martel for the win. Um, that that was the scary spot we're talking about here. I don't know if Top Dollar turned the powerbomb down too soon or maybe Martel started going, but it looked like he landed like right on the, the bottom of his neck and it was like, uh, Was it a powerbomb or was it like... Uh... Or was it like a Razor's Edge-esque? I, I want to tell you it was Razor Edge-esque. Okay. Because um, that's what I thought. Uh, back from break, battery charge goes from 50 to 51. Uh, <laughs> Boa and Zaya Lee are set out to face with Mercedes uh, Martinez and Jake Atlas next week. Um, This is kind of weird to me because Zia Lee and Martinez were fighting, but then Jake Atlas comes out and makes the save and levels Boa, where it's like he's just kind of standing there. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. So we'll have that match next week. Um, we have a face-off with MSK and Toothless Aggression over here. Um, they lose, so they break up. Uh, so so many thoughts on that. Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly. It was a good Fine. match. It was a real good match. Fine. Was um, way to say it. it was good. It was good. It was enjoyable. I would I would say it's the third best match of the night. Ooh. So you got to think. Carmelo Hayes versus Adam Cole is my favorite match of the night. And then I have the tag match ahead of them. Which now, tag? the men's tag match. Well, I th- I think I think you know which one. Hero Everrise? No. Men's tag match from last. No. Oh, oh, oh. The way 
Oni Lork and Pete Dunne. You're talking about, it and I had already forgotten about. No, that. you're good. Um, and God, and God bless him. You know, Kyle, Kyle Riley. I don't care about his character. I don't. And they hyped this match up as if this is like last match. Hogan Warrior level levels of like excitement. You know, and it wasn't even for the cruiserweight title. It, it was a non-title. It was, you, and that was your tip. You you knew Kyle O'Reilly was winning when it was just a non-title regular match, and um, I I I just it was it was fine. It was it was good. There was nothing particularly over the top about it. I mean, there was some good chain wrestling. There were some good catches, catch can stuff, but nothing over the top that separated it um, between, say, Carmelo Hayes, Adam Cole, as far as singles match goes. I think this is a better. I think this is a better ring work. And I'm just being real. I, I love Hayes. I love Cole. They did a good job showcasing Hayes and and Adam Cole. You know, doing his job, putting him over. I thought this was a much better back and forth match. Okay. Um, I, I think most of us kind of knew who was going to win just based off of how they, they booked the cruiserweight division, um, you know, um, which I think hurt just because how low we are on Kyle O'Reilly right now and how high we are on Kushida forever and always. Um, but I, I can't say this wasn't a bad match just because Kyle O'Reilly won. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Like, like, um, I, didn't, I didn't hate yeah, the match. Yeah. It just it just didn't get it for me like the other two matches for me did. This is, I think, in my opinion, the best match of the night. Um, just because uh, O'Reilly and Kushida can do amazing work. Um, they are fantastic. You you did have a lot of good technical back and forth stuff. Um, maybe just the amateur wrestler in me was just all about that. That's fair. Um. But the important thing for half of this is uh, Adam Cole comes out and he goes flying after Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, um, following that, they get separated. Joe bring Joe uh, follows them out of security, chasing them down. Man jumps and attacks Kushida from behind, and that is Roderick Strong. Tyler Rust watches from the apron along with Hideki Suzuki. Uh, they all enter the ring along with Malcolm Bivens. Bivens says, this is the diamond mine. They lay out Kushida. Um, That's how the show goes off the air. I thought this is great, and I think the fact that there was intrigue (laughs) around um, Hideki Suzuki, I think think because and I think this was a great decision, because not only has um, him and Roddy Strong been working together for a while, um, the main regular audience wouldn't know who that is, and what does that do? It gets you on your phone, on the Google, on the Twitter, looking and getting hits on things. And I think this is a great decision. Um, and it was something that you said. I can't remember if it was Monday at the podcast um, or when we were watching it, but um, you said there was a report that came out that we were going to get an increased focus moving forward on the cruiserweight division. I want to tell you it was when we watched. I think that dropped on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but this is exactly that. This is what we need. If we're going to do that, um, especially with um, the other, I guess, news story uh, that we haven't talked about yet, but Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed being on main event. Um which is awful if you haven't seen the uh, Karrion Cross <laughs> entrance. Um, it's really, it's really bad. Um, you know, I think that this is great. I think it's a good redirect. I think that um, a lot of these guys have, you know, kind of deserved the spotlight for a good while. I also think this is a good way for them to integrate some of those two or five guys. If we're really you know, trying to invest more in the cruiserweight division. I think this is a great way to get guys over here. Um, I, th- I think the Singh brothers could be a great addition to NXT. 
and that would also you know boost the tag division so just just a small um hit you know just a small hint there at the end of the show we lost you for a second or at least i lost you for a second i don't Uh, know the viewers uh, lost you for a second uh but yeah loved anything about this we knew that roderick strong wasn't gone if he was he was going to the main roster um and then the other bonus of this, we get we we get Marina Shafir back. Um, and while it's not confirmed, yeah, like like I'm like I'm saying, it's not confirmed, but I I don't see a reason why we wouldn't get Marina Shafir, and I think that would be an excellent addition to the women's roster. Um. So that's NXT. NXT was cool. I liked NXT. Um, pretty high work rate outside of the women's matches. Um, it just felt like it was enjoyable to watch. Looking back on it, man, there were way more backstage segments than I really thought there were. Yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely segment heavy for the first half of the show. I want to. I, I want to quickly just check out here. We had Cole versus Hayes. Um. We then had Zoe Stark, Eo versus Aaliyah and Kamiya. Yep. The Way versus Oni Lorcan and Pete Dunne. Frankie Monet versus uh, Electra Lopez. So we had six matches on this hit row versus Ever Rise, and then uh, Gargano, uh, Gargano, Kushida, Kyle O'Reilly. So we had six matches on the night in the two hour spree. Um, I think the common match time was roughly, you know, five, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So about half of the show was dedicated to wrestling. And I want to tell you that Kyle O'Reilly. Kushida started at about 9.40 and ended at 10 o'clock. Because we were concerned that there wasn't going to be enough time for Diamond Mine. Yeah. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. It seems like there would have been more. Yeah. Um, I'm just seeing this literally as we speak uh, a ruby riot we may have discovered her new uh ring name following her departure from wwe sounds like she may be going by ruby soho Aha, i love it um uh inspired by the 95 punk rock song by the band rat uh rancid um <coughs> uh the guy on the podcast because she was on the wrestling perspective, uh, which is co-host by uh Rancid guitarist and vocalist Lars Fredrickson, uh, who even said he even offered to get Ruby the rights to use the Ruby Soho single as her entrance theme. Oh, that's awesome. That'd be dope. That'd be real That'd dope. Be really exciting. All right. Let's talk about what's happening on AEW on Saturday night. All right. All right. I'm going to roll down here because this is a live show. MJF and Sammy Guevara prepare for their June 30th main event. Ethan Page versus Bear Bronson. The Bunny versus Chris Statlander. Mm. Matt Seidel versus Dante Martin. I'm excited for that one. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Hangman Adam Page. And Kenny Omega defends the AEW world title against Jungle Boy. This is kind of a full card. Um, is this their first show back on back on Wednesdays? No, it's Saturday. Wait, you said it's the 30th, right? No, I said no, no. MJF and Sammy Guevara have a segment to prepare for their June 30th main event match. Yeah, June, yeah, their June 30th match. That's a Wednesday. Right? Yeah. But this coming Saturday is this is the next. Oh show. no 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 no! I'm oh okay, all right. So, so they'll be live on Saturday, 
and then we're going to go back to Wednesday nights on the 30th. Thank God. I think this is the moon TBS couldn't come sooner. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't watched a live dynamite since they moved to Friday nights, which I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the same for me as it has been for you at home. Um, but I had a long work week and it's, it's eight o'clock. You know, I'm going to spend some time with my wife, maybe some time with my son. I'm not going to watch SmackDown. That's for sure. So son passes out, wife passes out, you know, just me sitting up on a Friday night and I'm starting to doze after a long work week. And now it's 10 o'clock and I have a two hour dynamite. So now I have to stay up until Saturday morning to watch that. It's not going to happen. So for these marks out there, and I, I made no note of this on the last show um, because the dynamites on Friday nights have been drawing lo- about about thirty to forty percent lower than what they normally do. Um, for you marks that are calling out AEW Dynamite for having low ratings on a Friday night at ten p.m. instead of eight fifty to nine hundred on a Wednesday night during their normal time slot, you guys can shove it. Okay, this Saturday is going to get back to normal. You're gonna see that it's going. It's 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 gonna. If if not, it's gonna be close. Yeah. Because what else are you gonna watch on a Saturday night? Um. Well. Nobody you know, nobody cares about Saturday, that. and people think that. Basketball. Mm, I care about Hold basketball. On. Hold on. Hold <laughs> I on, love wait. basketball. Hold on. Wait. The Miami Heat are playing who this weekend? Hey hey hey. I'm that just saying. Watch basketball. <laughs> Look, look, this is a wrestling podcast. I'm going to sit here and tell you Devin Booker, his team right now might be some of the most entertaining basketball happening right now. I agree, but I'm not investing my time in that. <laughs> they got an alley oop with less than a second to win the last game. That I saw on SportsCenter. It's dope. It was awesome. <laughs> I agree with you, but I saw it on SportsCenter, and I'm sure. fine And that, And see, that's the that bull- live. NBA see, that's draws. The, that's just what it is. The NBA draws. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're right, which is why we're in the situation we're in, you know. And I mean, I can't. I can't wait to get through this weekend to be able to have something to do on Wednesdays now. I I gotta tell you, and I'm ready for this heat. I've enjoyed having a night off of wrestling on Wednesdays. I hate. Oh. I hate staying up on Fridays past midnight to watch AEW because that's been brutal. Um, and I, I haven't missed a live one yet. Yeah. Uh, or at least you're, you're... A, a, t- a show, a show from 10 to 12. But it's hard, man. And I, I feel less interested in it because I've already been beaten down by two hours of SmackDown. I've already been yeah. awake since – six in the morning for school typically you know like i'm tired it, it, it's really hard um on top of it you can kind of tell that they are uh punting on these shows um a little bit a little bit you can you can tell i think anyone who watches aew weekly would tell you that this is not the same level show uh, that we typically get on Wednesdays. This was a lot of like, let's get through this stretch and we're back. Um, yeah, ab- absolutely. But but back but back to the point of hand. You know, we have dynamite on a Saturday. Um, is this one of, um, is this one of the uh, one of the Saturday specials that Tony Khan was talking about, or is that first one coming like later down the line? I think it's coming later down the line. I think this is just uh, okay. working with it. Because I think, I think there is a basketball game tomorrow. And I think it's second game of the Western Final. Fantastic. Or is well, tonight in four minutes? Six minutes. I think that's tonight in six minutes. Wow. Um, God, Phoenix lead that series two nothing. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, so 
I guess I exposed myself. I am not an NBA guy. Here you go. Um, Hawks I, Bucks I keep... are are tomorrow at eight thirty. Um, and that's only game two with Atlanta leading one, which I don't think anyone really saw Atlanta winning much in the series. So. Uh, look, I'll say this. I'll say this. Right now is a good time to be an NBA fan because we have four teams that uh, not many people were expecting to be in the position that they are in. Agreed. Um, so it's a lot I'm, of fun stuff. A lot of underdog storylines. Yeah, I've definitely exposed myself as not being a diehard NBA guy, and I'm That's and I'm a- fine with that. The other three, the other three North American sports that also get some Canadian influence, I'm I'm totally fine with. Oh, good. I'll um, take the NBA while you take the NHL. I'm totally fine with that. Um, but I'm Canadian too. That's a sad thing. <laughs> all professional sports aside, um, other than the one that we are here to talk about, professional wrestling. Um, you're right. This is a this is a stacked card. Um, you know, death, taxes, Kenny Omega. Um, Jung, you know, no nobody thinks that Jungle Boy is going to be the guy. Jungle Boy is going to look great to win here. <laughs> Fantastic. That look absolutely fantastic losing to Kenny Omega. Um, I'm very intrigued by the Hangman and Powerhouse Hobbs match. <sighs> yeah. What, only only there? because, yeah, only because, you know, we're kind of, um, I mean, we have some, some pretty big events here coming down the pipe. You know, we have... Um, uh, we have Fight for the Fallen first and then Two Night Fighter Fest or, or other way around. Yeah, other way around. After, uh, after, two Night Fighter after Fest the Road Ranger. Okay. So we have Grand Slam. Yeah, we have a lot of huge events coming down the line. So, you know, is this the time where Adam Page gets his win? He's going to get his title shot. Is it too soon? Or with this win, Powerhouse Hobbs, I'm sure. If he's not going to be in the top, if he's not already in the top five, this will put him in the top five. Powerhouse at five. Yeah, he's going to make a big jump if he if he beats Hangman. Uh, Hangman's still at two, right Oof. behind Jungle Boy right now. Yeah. Uh, which you know what though, we've seen this exact thing before. Um, this is this is where AEW I think does a really good job, kind of reflecting this. Um, this is the exact same situation we were in and with Brian Cage prior to uh, Double or Nothing. Adam Page worked his way up up to the top of the leaderboard uh, and then lost to Cage. He had to work yep. his way back up to the same spot he's at now. I think it might be reasonable. He might lose to Powerhouse Hobbs, or maybe he's going to beat Hobbs with a little bit of chicanery and blow up from uh, Team Taz. I kind of think Hobbs might be winning here. It makes sense. I'm a pop for it either way. I love both these guys. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a solid match. Solid night's worth of action, I think. Agreed. Very excited for it. Very, very excited for it. Um, man. All right, you ready? Four. Last push for the party ball, man. Um, I will give you a break real quick. Um, <sighs> no real um, new news on impact. Um, Deanna Prazo absolutely destroyed Susan. Um, you mean she killed Susan? Yeah, but you can tell during the match her that um, that Susan's eyes are really dark, like like dark like darker than normal. Underneath Using her mind um, a little, yeah. Um, she also, um, in the quote of the week, she tells Diana to professional wrestle her right now. Which, I mean, you just imagine Su- Susan looking at you saying, Pro- <laughs> professional wrestle me right professional now, wrestle me. Oh, god, you know what? Um, I'm- we are going to be seeing a lot of Tommy Dreamer because now he is a consultant on impact. As I'll a member it. of Anthem. Not him wrestling. Not him wrestling. It's excellent. Um, there is a big six-man tag next week, but I don't know what it is because it's a video, and I'm not having this video – or I'm not having this podcast taken down for that. 
Um, and then right now we are on the tag match with last Rinky King World Heavyweight Champion Mahavali Shara and Rohit Raju. So um, um, you can tune over to Axis for that. Yeah, I know that's what I'm doing as soon as we're off the air here. Um, also, one last thing before we hit uh, Next Gen Wrestling. We got to talk about a recent signing to MLW. Yeah. The judge, EJ Nduka, has officially been signed to Major League Wrestling. He was uh, the latest selection in the draft. Um, It makes its return on July 10th. I think this is a great way to kind of get around your no-compete clause. Unless, of course, I know there was a push for all wrestlers who were just recently cut to have theirs taken away. Um, You know, unless it's been waived. Yeah. Um, um, from my understanding, man, no compete clauses. Uh, if you take it to court, it's ruined unconstitutional. Um, you just have to have enough money to pay lawyers. Why don't more people contest this? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly. Am not the right person to ask this because that's fair. That's fair. This is just something that I, I, I learned more about recently. Um, and it just kind of been like, why don't we why don't we do something about this? We can. No, um, yeah, you're 100 right. We probably could. So um yeah, there's something there. Let's talk some next gen wrestling. Um because I'm, I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. We're leaving in Jeff's van. I was going to say on a jet plane, but... We'll have, we'll have to get NXT UK at the end because we need to talk about it. Oh, man. Yeah, we can do that. There's a great triple threat match that happened today. Did you watch it? Uh, I have. And it was fantastic. Okay. Also, enjoyed my man Teoman picking up a victory. I love that dude. I don't know if you knew that, Ryan. I love that guy. His character work. Top. I did not know that. (laughs) Teo man. Okay. He sounds like a Pokemon. Literally did it. I was thinking of uh, X uh, X Men, uh, Mega Man X. I'm not gonna sing the rest of this before I get a copyright infringement on our do 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 party ball. We got some really awesome matches here, guys. Uh, tickets are still currently being sold at the door at the moment, um, but that could change. I mean, anytime between now and, and Sunday, that could change. Uh, so you're going to want to pre-order your tickets. And trust me when I say you're going to want to pre-order your tickets. We have some pretty insane matches here. We're going to have Rich Swan defend his championship, the NGW championship versus Shane Andrews. Uh, we're going to have a four-way match between Trey Lamar, uh, Caden Zade, Sean Hoodrich, and Caleb Conley. You might know him better as Caleb with a K on impact. Um, although we have to keep an eye out. I know Trey Lamar recently put out there that he's working with an injury, so maybe he is working right on stuff. Was it? Oh, I think that was me. I don't know. We have Menace versus JTG. Um, JTG looks to be in the best shape of his life. If you haven't seen pictures of him recently, like he looks incredible. Um, JTG was back on NWA this week. He was. He's going to have a match with Chris Adonis here to crown a new champion, um, which reminds me, I have to go back and figure out why my man is no longer the champ. Um. NWA was the one that ate the pin this week. I gotta go back and catch up. Uh, we got, of course, God, God, the match that's worth your money already. Matt Cross versus Davey Richards is gonna be insane. Uh, Air National Superstars versus Danny Moe and Facade. Um, the Calvin Tankman Open Challenge. Lord only knows who's gonna be there for that one. And uh, man, maybe maybe the match that I'm looking forward to the most, uh, outside of of Cross Richards, Shug D versus Warhorse versus uh, Levi Everett. <laughs> I, 
that one's just gonna be fun. It's just gonna be fun to watch. I'm 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 elated. I'm ready. Um, Ryan, any thoughts on next gen wrestling, the party ball? Um, I want I I, I want to talk more about it, but I feel like there's a reason why we have prediction shows. Um, but sure. in but in all honesty, just the journey and being able to talk to these guys on our show and going to see talent and getting you know a look inside as to as to what we're getting ourselves in into this weekend um also high spots network oh boy i'm listen if you know what i normally do during the week you know it's already just waterboarded with a lot of peacock a lot of a lot of ring of honor wrestling it's a lot of impact wrestling it's a lot of um soon to be new japan pro wrestling a lot of ecw so you know you know a high high spots kind of gets the raw end of the deal in my world um but when i can get to it it's always great they have all their stuff on there and being able to catch up and you know, kind of get entrenched in the story a little bit more has been pretty fun. So, oh yeah, um, th- this weekend's gonna be a blast. I'm ready. I am so ready. All right, Ryan, hit us with that NXT UK stuff because I know you've been wanting to talk about it. Yeah. So triple threat match. Uh, you had Ilya Dragunov, you had Joe Coffey, and you had Rampage Brown. Uh, triple threat match. Winner's gonna get a championship opportunity. Um. Not to mention, we had some, we had two new women's talents de- debut on this week's episode, uh, which is great. Um, I feel like they're kind of bracing uh, for the departure of Kaylee Ray. Um, it doesn't seem like she's going to get a title rematch at this point. Um, if she is, they just haven't really made note of it on programming. Um, but guys, this main event, it's not dragging off Walter. But if you haven't seen NXT UK before um, and you want to watch something a little bit more recent, this is the one. Because it is start to finish, hot and heavy. You know, get your, get, get your popcorn. Because it's absolutely exciting from beginning to end. I love this match. It was the best wrestling match I've seen all week. Um, without a doubt. And um, okay, Ilya Dragunov wins this match. Um, is Dragunov gonna win and beat Walter? You think so? Yes, it's time. Oh. <laughs> um, just absolute. Just a pure, just exciting wrestling match. Um, so very excited, and um, just to clear up some NWA stuff, um, the Pope still has the NWA national champ championship. Um, we just need to find his number one contender, and that's the match we're getting between oh. GTG and Adonis. The report I read said they were taking the winner was taking the vacant title. Um, maybe you read a different report, but they did not seem to give that feeling on NWA this week. So, okay, um, I'll do some more research on that, I guess. Yeah, and you know what? Find us on Monday when we find a way to slip it into our next next gen review. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ryan, we've hit him with a lot of wrestling. We're hitting the end of our hour here. Hit him with the plug. Um, if you've been with us the whole time, go back to the beginning. <laughs> I plugged everything there. Go to kovi.com slash pwo123. It's as easy as one, two, three. Price of just a cup of coffee a day. You can support this show. You can support us going on more, on more excursions like the one we're doing this weekend in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, maybe one in July. Maybe one in July. Um, you you could support us get the money back for that one because we've already paid for it. 
So that would be Best in the World 2021, which we will be going to also. So boy, oh boy, what a handful of weeks uh, we will be enduring. I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. I think this is officially, uh, we had the interview on Monday, but I think this is officially the kickoff to our weekend now. You ready? Oh, I'm off tomorrow. So I have some classwork to finish. And then it's time. I, mean, I guess I'm not off tomorrow because Alvarez versus Melter. If yeah, he would just do his job Riley. right. Unfortunately. He, listen, if he would just do his job right the first time, I wouldn't have to do this. <laughs> Dave, we're just calling you out, okay? Listen, if you wanna... I'm, calling you, I'm calling you out because um, Mankind Undertaker Hell in a Cell match is a five-star classic across the board. Okay, you're giving it a four and a quarter out of five. It's probably the worst thing you've ever done. I will say, Mankind himself said there was no buildup for the match. That's a factor in the grade, but we'll we'll save Is that. It? Is it? I think so, personally. Eh, you have a five-star match if, with no if, reason for me to care in it. Why do I care? <laughs> what if the story they tell in the ring balances that out? Mm. Yeah. It's a situational situation. Good night, everybody. <laughs> you're, you're totally killing my show. So <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. We'll... stay tuned for next week when Ryan Alvarez has to find a new goddamn job. So with that, goodbye, good night. Bang, bang, bang. bang. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Maybe this will be OWP next week. This is when uh, Matt, you're suddenly going to see him get strangled by Ryan. <laughs> this is going to be.